This is a Snow India production and you are listening to Climate Emergency. This September, while hearing a case against toxic chemicals and firecrackers, the Supreme Court brushed aside manufacturers' concern about the livelihoods of thousands who depend on the industry. We cannot sacrifice the lives of many for a few. Our prime focus is the right to life of innocent people. With this observation, the Supreme Court prioritized the people's right to life over right to employment. These remarks were welcomed by many environmentalists. In over a hundred cities in India, including Delhi, people gasped for breath the most around the time of Diwali. These remarks were welcomed by many environmentalists who have been arguing the same. The first time right to life was given uh much more due over right to employment by the Honorable Supreme Court. And uh, uh, still we have a long way to go because the green crackers that came in, you know, uh, two years ago, the concept of green cracker is again for someone like me, a mother, a parent, a concerned parent. um, We can't seem to understand that because uh, so far anything that burns, um, we know causes damage. I can just hope uh, this... uh, uh, the change, uh, you know, to have, um, whether it's a government, corporates, or even the citizens, they have to accept that the real development is uh, uh, going to be only in clean air, water, and wellness, and uh, not otherwise. So we will all have to change our mindsets and prioritize, you know, in every way, uh, you know, what is uh, important for our children. This is Bhavrin Kandari, a member of Warrior Moms, a group of mothers that fights against the rising air pollution across the country. While the Supreme Court is talking about manufacturing violations in the making of crackers, Bhavrin is questioning the need for crackers itself. A number of environmentalists like her bat for a complete ban on crackers. But is that the only solution? And do green crackers, the proclaimed panacea to air pollution caused by conventional firecrackers, live up to their promise? Is it possible to engineer a complete solution for firecrackers rather than impose a blanket ban? Hi, I am Hari Prasad Radhakrishnan reporting for this episode of Climate Emergency. For this episode, I spoke with a lawyer, scientist and environmentalist to address some of these pertinent questions. But let's back up a bit. Let's look at how the firecracker industry reached the crossroads it is in today. It all began when a writ petition was filed in the Supreme Court in 2015 on behalf of three infants aged 6 to 14 months seeking to regulate crop burning, vehicular and industrial pollution. Further, the petition also sought a ban on fireworks, sparkles and minor explosives, saying the burning of crackers was not central to the celebration of festivals like Diwali and Dashara. Saurabh Bhasin one of the lawyers who had petitioned on behalf of his child recalls that the public interest litigation was a move taken out of desperation. At the time when we filed the, the, the case at the Supreme Court, I think we'd all had young children, Gopal, uh, I and, and Amit and our spouses, obviously. And, uh, and you know, we were incredibly concerned about the quality of the air. And, and, and what had become very apparent to us was that other than very few people who were even aware of the the incredibly uh, sad state of affairs when it came to the air that we were, we were breathing, there was no awareness 
about what was going on. So, you know, we saw no impetus from anybody to to take any steps to to better it, and we felt very helpless. Uh, and therefore, we felt that we had no other option but to go to the highest, uh, you know, judicial body in the country, like the Supreme Court, and file a, a, a case in the names of our young children. And you know, we did that not only because you know we're all affected, but kids and young kids and the elderly are probably the most affected uh, subcategory of people uh, when it comes to the to to the impact of uh, of air pollution. So. You know, it was really a, a move out of desperation, and with 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 the with with the knowledge that the Supreme Court has previously stepped in to to fix difficult situations, which you know politicians and others will not necessarily want to touch. So, so we went to the Supreme Court to uh, to get some relief or to get some measures in place to help with the air pollution. Then, during the course of the proceedings, he says that the Supreme Court struck a balance by not banning firecrackers completely and introducing green crackers you know the manufacturers came in and 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 made their uh, concerns heard and i appreciate their concern they have a they have a uh, you know an, an industry and a livelihood of many thousands and lakhs to protect uh, but we continue to maintain that that cannot be at the cost of 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 our right to life and the life of you know pretty much 98 or 100% of people who live in the gangetic plain and from whatever i've read now on other um, reports as well that i think it's the, the air pollution issue is much more pervasive throughout the country to the extent that i think 90% of the population is affected so we continue to maintain what we did but i think the supreme court then had then eventually struck a balance to say that look we will allow uh, some form of firecrackers to 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 nonetheless be used provided they are less toxic and less polluting and so the whole concept of a green firecracker uh, came up in a previous episode suno india reported on the dwindling income of fireworks industry workers and the need for a just transition from the industry even though green crackers were mooted in a bid to not impose a complete ban on crackers it has been subjected to a lot of criticism over the years uh i mean to me it always seemed a bit of an oxymoron because a firecracker isn't inherently green you do what you want but but you know taking supreme court obviously has to weigh uh, very many different things before they can decide so in their wisdom they they decided on the back of uh, various reports that were prepared by experts on on removing some of the the more uh, toxic substances like strontium and barium uh, and various other bits and that go into making firecrackers from the list of substances that could be used to um, to 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 manufacture these meanwhile a number of state governments have also been imposing blanket bans on firecrackers in view of air pollution and covid-19 however this did not go down well with a section of the public and right wing organizations pratiband sarkar ne kanun ne lagaya hai hindu dharm par aghat kiya hai उस कानून को जल्द से जल्द वापस लें अभी हम सुप्रीम कोर्ट के बाहर पटाखे बजा रहे हैं अगर नहीं लेंगे तो परसों दिवाली वाले दिन अंदर बजाएंगे हमें अपनी आवाज पहुंचानी थी गूंगी बहरी सरकार और अन्य कानून अन्य काने कानून को वो पहुंचा दी हमने अगर उससे पहले ये प्रतिबंध नहीं हटाते तो दिवाली वाले दिन सुप्रीम कोर्ट के अंदर दिवाली मनाएंगे On the other hand, Saro points out that the demand for doing away with firecrackers has nothing to do with religion. Where none of our scriptures actually ever say that 
firecrackers is the only way to celebrate diwali um that that we felt we were in an emergency situation and and steps were needed to uh to to you know extraordinary steps were needed to 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 try and minimize whatever damage we could and again uh, <laughs> i get this a lot and i've had this discussion a lot over the last 6 years people say we were targeting diwali and so on and so forth we're all you know i grew up in this city and everybody else grew up here and we love diwali and we celebrate it um and and we just felt that it was time to celebrate it with diyas and not with crackers and you know the ban on firecrackers that we sought was not just for diwali we sort of blanket ban on firecrackers at any point in time so it wasn't anything religious or otherwise at the time when the supreme court banned all fireworks except green crackers manufacturers had little idea what green crackers were later the national environmental engineering research institute or niri defined green crackers as those that can reduce emissions by 30%. The Apex Court had also said that only firecrackers within the permissible noise levels should be allowed to sold in the market. But are firecrackers sold in the markets today in compliance with these norms? Avas Foundation, a Mumbai-based NGO, has found that a number of green crackers being sold in the market were fake. They have been conducting a study on noise levels in Mumbai every year since 2004. I spoke to Sumaira Abdul Ali, the founder of Avas, just a couple of days after the results were released. Now we did a study on noise pollution of firecrackers 2 days ago, but uh, we have been doing this kind of a study since 2004 and some uh, in partnership with the Maharashtra Pollution Control Board. When we started doing it almost 2 decades ago, it was consistently 100% of firecrackers violated the permissible decibel levels but over the years it has kept dropping and since firecrackers are all manufactured in shivakasi in tamil nadu for the whole country so the decibel level of the firecrackers themselves have dropped for the whole country based on our test results so yesterday's test showed out of 30 crackers that we tested Uh, half were green and half were traditional crackers. Uh, only two violated: one green cracker and one traditional cracker. So that's quite an encouraging sign so far as noise pollution goes. But Sumaira later tweeted that many of the so-called green crackers she bought for testing were not green crackers at all, as they did not have QR codes registered to Niri or had fake QR codes altogether. Although the noise pollution seemed to be under control, there's more to it than meets the eye. or ears while firecrackers at the production stage must comply with the 125 decibel limit when measured from a distance of 5 meters these are not acceptable noise levels in most residential and commercial zones so it's interesting because according to the zone wise noise rules the different types of zones have different restrictions for maximum permissible noise levels so for example in a residential zone you can't have more than 55 dB in the day and 45 dB in the night so day is between 6 a.m and 10 p.m and night is between 10 p.m and 6 a.m but firecrackers are permitted to be manufactured up to 125 dB which means that technically a cracker cannot be used even in any kind of an urban setting if they can only be used in an area which is not even a, even for a an industrial area the restriction is much lower than 125 dB 
So a cracker of 125 dB cannot be used in either a silent zone, a residential zone, a commercial zone, or an industrial zone. So that's the interesting thing. But nevertheless, uh, the restriction that the, when we do the firecracker test specifically, we check whether they are below 125 dB because they can only be confiscated if they are illegally manufactured. So when you when the decibel level of 125 dB was fixed, it was fixed because you're supposed to measure and experience it at a distance of five meters, which is the, because 125 dB is the threshold of pain if you're exposed to sound. But in actual use conditions, trackers are never measured, are never used at that kind of distance. And they are also not used singly, that you know, trackers are used all together. And because they are used in an area which often has, you know, the, the, so we tested it on an open field with 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 ground underneath. But when you test, a, when you use a cracker on concrete, the sound level will actually increase. And particularly if it's in this narrow place where there is concrete on on this, all sides. So the exposure in real life conditions is actually more than 125 dB. Avas Foundation is awaiting the test results to determine the chemical composition of the firecrackers. But the chemicals used in the firecrackers are not really a secret because many of the firecrackers continue to openly mention barium nitrate as one of their ingredients on their labels. Barium nitrate is used as an oxidizer and to emit bright green sparks in combustion. Rajendra Raja, Vice President of the Fireworks Manufacturers Association, says that people do not like buying crackers without barium salts. Nowadays we are in the clutches of Supreme Court, we are waiting for the verdict. Some important chemicals were already banned. We could not produce much more items without that banned chemicals. So we have reduced our productions drastically. But our future is uncertain. We could not know how to run the factory and how to give employment to all these laborers that what worrying we are much. Uh, after Corona, that reduction automatically has gone down. We could not produce more. More items. We have. One or two items without barium we have produced. Uh, that also not uh, wanted in the market because their taste is different. Whatever the we manufacture, that they are not ready to take. What they are asking, we could not make because of these banned items. And the production, as far as my factory is concerned, that uh, 40% only I could produce. Then out of that, uh, that 20% only I have sent to that marketplace. Remaining the 20%, I am waiting for that Tamil Nadu orders. That also, I cannot be sure whether it would go or not. A CBI inquiry based on samples of finished, semi-finished and raw materials sourced from six leading manufacturers in Sivakasi in Tamil Nadu, the fireworks capital of India, had also found that barium nitrate was used in many of the crackers. As per the CBI inquiry report, a few manufacturers claimed that they had used barium nitrate after receiving approval from NIRI, while some others expressed their inability to produce light-emitting crackers without barium salts. Saurabh said that this is a violation of the Supreme Court's orders. I think the one thing that I did want to stay in the context of the green firecracker, right, is the fact that there's this whole debate that's going on from the manufacturers that uh, that they were allowed to to burst these firecrackers 
with 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 permission uh and i think they had maintained that they've got needies permissions in 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 the in, in using the substances that they have in making in manufacturing these these firecrackers and i think that's entirely uh subversive uh because at the end of the day supreme court's come up with its own uh ruling that you can't use these plus the only person who can authorize a green firecracker is peso so and they were i think only authorized some four firecrackers out of 300 so there should be no sale of um, or manufacture of these other 296 firecrackers which you know if you go out into the market you will clearly see that that is not the case you if you see that cbi report right you will see how disingenuous the fire man, the firecracker manufacturers have been in 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 their defense some of them even going to the extent to saying that we've stored tons and tons of barium or bought and stored tons and tons of barium but not for the purposes of manufacturing firecrackers i mean the supreme court has themselves taken cognizance of it and asked the question what are you doing with these or do you feel that we are uh, unable to put two and two together here so uh, look it's apparent uh, it it is the most apparent violation of the supreme court's orders It is clear that many of the manufacturers have a hard time complying with the strictures of the Supreme Court. But is a complete ban the only answer? T. Swaminathan, a former scientist at NIRI, believes air pollution can't be brought down by simply reducing the emissions of individual firecrackers. He says that the cumulative quantity of crackers that are burned is the main factor that has a bearing on air pollution in cities. Now when we talk about green crackers, we are looking at a particular phenomena of a uh, festival of diwali which has occurs in a just one or two days or maybe not three days so during that time if the amount of crackers at birth is large okay then even 30% reduction it does not mean much as far as pollution is concerned okay it's like you know if it compares double burning Double burning is a seasonal issue, so the problem would uh, arise during a uh, few days, during which it will be very acute unless it is controlled at source. So the same acute kind of conditions, pollution conditions, can happen during the bursting of crackers, whether it is conventional crackers or green crackers. You the quantity of crackers burst is large so if you want it just by using green crackers you cannot say that the pollution will be totally controlled and attainment will be achieved that's not the case okay so it's, it's related to the amount of crackers that are going to be burned due to the combined effect of stubble burning and fire crackers delhi recorded its worst air quality in 4 years with the city and its suburbs crossing the emergency threshold on November 15 2020 Delhi has woken up to yet another morning uh, covered in smog and for the sixth consecutive day falling in the severe category with millions of people bursting crackers every diwali it seems unlikely we can engineer our way to a solution like with many other polluting industries a transition in the fireworks industry seems inevitable most of the environmentalists i spoke to said that there needs to be a ban on firecrackers 
polluted air is unacceptable. But as Swaminathan said, polluted air is caused by other factors too and not just crackers. The facing out of the industry should be just to be fair to the people working in this sector too. So what is the go-between scenario? One way to continue the use of fireworks for now is to have a fireworks show perhaps. Avikal Somanchi, Program Manager, Urban Data Analytics Lab at the Center for Science and Environment, says that India must borrow a leaf out of the books of developed countries that allow restricted use of firecrackers. Many countries are trying to regulate it by doing it in a certain fashion in certain ways. They don't allow just public to go around, buy and use it. So that's a different kind of thing. A government of Tamil Nadu or Chennai decides we're going to hold a show for five minutes at on Diwali or on New Year's Eve and do the spectacle which uh, Abu Dhabi or Sydney and all does for people to see. That is one way of regulating the thing. Banning is for not be used by public as discretion. Discretion. So I would say what my personal opinion and stand on this issue is, public should not be allowed to use it at discretion how how they want it, where they want it, to buy it and do whatever. That should not be allowed at all. Government for entertainment purpose can organize a five-minute show or something at some point in the city to mark the occasion, which is a more regulated condition and they can provide better thing, which uh, which usually happens around New Year's, around mega cities. The question remains open. How do we ensure a smooth transition for the fireworks industry? How do we ensure that the bursting of crackers does not create unconscionable amounts of pollution and public health crises? How do we ensure that the policy is holistic and not an extreme measure? The government, perhaps not the court, will have to take the lead on this and formulate a policy that is fair. Thank you for listening to this episode of Climate Emergency. If you like this episode, please read this podcast or leave a comment. Underreported and underrepresented stories can become mainstream only if it reaches more people. So please support us by visiting our contributing page on our website sunoindia.in or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.